Senator Pauline Hanson joins me this morning off the back of um, just what we were talking about, the youth crime situation. In Red Bank Plains, I live in Ipswich. Um, it was in the Ipswich City Council region, Red Bank Plains, at Red Bank Plaza, where a 70-year-old grandmother was murdered on Saturday night. Pauline, enough is enough. This is happening in... And I just started the show by talking about how regionally this is going on and it's now crept its way to a point of no return in in the metropolitan areas. Somebody has got to be held responsible and the current government situation here in this state is getting beyond a joke. The youth crime is at an all-time low and this hot was highlighted on Saturday night with this tragic set of circumstances. Absolutely devastated by it, as a lot of people are, and people now saying they're in fear, that they don't want to go out in the street. Even the husband said to the wife that morning, don't go to that shopping centre, but she actually went to that shopping centre. It's disgraceful what is happening in our our society with youth crime on the rise. You've got a lot more attacks now with machetes, with knives. There's no fear. You've got the younger generation. You, you've got 15, these kids were 15, 16 year olds. I also question their, I question their background, okay? They're Africans. And, uh, and I'm not having to go at the African community at all. But the fact is, and I've said this time and time and time again, Dobbo, we have to look at the people we're bringing into the country. They're coming from a culture and a background that is totally different to ours. They, they've got no fear in their own societies. I don't know how long they've been in the country, but, you know, one fellow said the other night on TV, last night, and he said, we have to get over, we are a multicultural society. We have to go back to bringing people in the country that we will have social cohesion, that they will assimilate into our society, respect our laws and respect our culture. We cannot no, we can no longer keep bringing people in the country whereas there is division. I'm sick of hearing about because you've got a coloured skin, you know, that you should be treated totally different. And if you are, you know, you're, if you're white, you're called a racist. The, these problems have to stop. I also blame the state governments. At the same old rhetoric, the last election from Labor, we will deal with crime. They haven't dealt with it. They no. don't know how to deal with it. How do you deal the with it? How do you deal with no it? have no fear of authority, no fear for the police, for their teachers, for the parents. Why haven't they got fear of their parents? Where the parents' authority over the children has been taken completely out of their hands because the kids have rights but haven't been taught responsibilities. Pauline, how do we fix it then? Um, how do we fix this problem? You talk about the families, you talk about the parenting, you talk about particularly and potentially the who we are bringing into this country. How do we fix this? Um, and, and we have to do it quickly. All right. Forget about the detention centres for the kids. There's only 306 beds um, in Queensland for detention centres. The kids commit crimes because it's better in the detention centres than it is in their dysfunctional homes with their families, right? So get them into programs like Hard Yakka. There's one up at Mirabau, absolutely fantastic. I spoke to an Aboriginal group. They wanted to, not only for Aboriginals, but for anyone, and that was up at Townsville, to take them back to country. Um, respect has to be taught to these kids, and also the fact is the court system, the judges have to realise you can't just give them a slap on the wrist and let them walk out of there with a great big smile on their face. Their parents have to be responsible for the children's actions as well. If these kids 
are actually from parents who are um, permanent residents. I'm old. You've just come to Australia. Well, I'm sorry. You have to look at the crime. The parents have to take responsibility. I'd actually say go back where you came from. Yeah. Um, you know, and and just say you know. Then the parents might start um, being parenting decent parents and yep. uh, watching yep. out where the kids are. There has to be a curfew on these kids uh, who are out found on the streets after a certain time at night. If they're picked up by the police, then they are taken to to the police station, the parents are called in, have to answer why the kids are on the street at that time of night. You actually have to have programs put in place. These kids, let them go through some sort of um, training in the educational system. Um, I don't care a slight like scouts or military training or whatever. Let them do it before they're actually out of the educational system. They have to be taught respect. That's the big problem. There is no respect. The teachers are not taught how to handle unruly kids in the educational system, as one teacher told me. She said, we weren't taught how to actually deal with um, kids that we can't control in the classroom. That has to be taught to teachers. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that can be done, but it starts with our court system. These judges have to stop releasing it, and the police have had well, that's a been court. that's yeah. been the biggest issue. The judging, the judges at the moment. I mean, even that young man who was one of the four who were charged. Now he was charged with unlawful um, uh, obtaining a vehicle. He's been released on bail. He was one of the four children that were involved uh, with what took place on Saturday night. Now they have charged a 16-year-old with murder. That is being reported in the Courier-Mail. But you don't think a 16-year-old's going to, another one's going to re-offend? They've been part, like, this is the problem. They are re-offending and re-offending and re-offending. And the police are so worn out. I am feeling for them like I never have before. It is really difficult. I speak to the police all the time. They're absolutely fed up with it. They, they round up these kids. They take them in there. They do all the paperwork. Police are not doing the policing they're supposed to do. They're too much behind the, the desk doing all this bloody paperwork that's been forced on them to do. They've had a gutful of it. Why do you think the police are leaving the force in droves? Why do you think they can't get them to recruit people into the policing situation? They don't get the support from the higher echelons, whether it be the commanders or whether it be the... Um, the politicians themselves. This this stops with the politicians. They're the ones that set in place the legislation. And I tell you what, if one nation gets control of the bloody state in the parliament, uh, things will damn will change. It won't go on like this. I'm sick of the same old rhetoric. I'm sick of seeing our country in, turn into the streets of many other countries around the world that people are wanting to leave to come here for a better way of life. And it's up to the people now because people need to actually start, instead of standing around your bloody barbecues, whinging about it, then damn will vote differently because you're responsible for this bloody mess that we're in. That's a, such a good point. Uh, we have an opportunity here in, in the end, by the end of the year. Can you believe the rhetoric around Australia Day? Could you, could you believe what has gone on and how do we fix that problem? You know, is there a date change? You know, if they do, do they go to a referendum? Matt Canavan said, well, go to a referendum. If we don't like it, go to a referendum and we'll see it because... The voice shut everything down. That vote, we haven't heard any more about that. Then they move on to something new. It, it just seems that the minority being outraged is where we go with everything now. Dobbo, do you really think a referendum is going to make any difference? We had a referendum on becoming a republic and people rejected that. They're still on about it. We've even got a minister for, for a republic in, in this Labor Albanese government 
Then we had the referendum on about the voice. People overwhelmingly rejected that. Guess what? They're putting the voice in a lot of legislation. They're passing parliament. So I don't trust the bloody politicians. It's not that. We have a date, the 26th. That's where people celebrate the fact we are Australia. That is Australia Day. I'm sick of these protesters. And you know what? They get out there and they burn the Australian flag. How would they feel if I got out there and burnt their bloody Aboriginal flag? A flag that I do not respect and a flag that I am going to be pushing to get rid of the Aboriginal flag and the Torres Strait Island flag. We are not three nations. We are one nation. And these people are just keep pushing their agenda all the time. People are worn out. They're fed up with it. This happens every year. When the hell are we actually going to stand united and stop the protesters? You know, I was doing an interview yesterday and they come up and they said, and they're screaming out, Aboriginal land always is, always will be. Well, those people feel that way. You go and buy a block of land and you give it back to the Aboriginal or you hand over your land if you feel so strongly about it because I won't give mine up. I am an Australian born here. This is my country and I'm sick of being made as a second-class citizen because I'm white in this nation. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, you said it well. people have to fight. Yeah, you guys start standing up, be patriotic, fight for who you are, fight for your country and the respect that you deserve because we were born here. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I really do agree. I appreciate your time and thank you for giving me so much time. A tragic set of circumstances. You say it well. Appreciate your time this morning. Thank you so much for being with us, Pauline Hanson.